0: Welcome to the Chick Foley Show.
1: What is up, Foley fam? We are back. Last week we celebrated episode 150. We celebrated the three year anniversary of the Chick Foley show, and now we are on the road to episode 300 and the six year anniversary. A little wrestle math for you guys to get us kicked <laughs> off. Let's start the new era of the Chick Foley show by introducing the stars. Sheena, how you doing?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm doing good. Sorry. I, I, I wish I had a better Macho Man impersonation. Um, I feel like the definitive Macho Man impersonations already happened on this show when we had J Bone on the show. Uh, on the podcast but uh we, we marco and i if you're watching this on youtube we came in full costume i'm rocking my macho man uh my macho man robe and my chick foley show macho man uh glasses and you know we got marco rocking the uh the negative zero <laughs> as he likes to call himself look so super stoked to be here it's halloween weekend um you know we have some fun topics to talk about tonight
1: hell yeah and we have the newest member of the dark order the mvp marco <laughs> what's going on man
2: it's, it's it's going like I said. I joined Dark Order since uh, since the last time <laughs> we spoke. So I mean, it's been going good. Life life has been. Uh has been great i'm not sure if you you know go to the website and sign up they're they're really yeah. good people if
0: They'll you had asked me long. in early 2020 if i would approve of you joining the dark order i would have like <laughs> yeah. kicked you off the show um but now now i'm like you know what like i, I don't mind marco representing the dark I mean, order you know they they've come a long way it's, yeah it could been be a journey. lot worse yeah. I
2: mean, yeah could be a lot worse so i mean i'm here and you know like i said they <laughs> treat me they treat me good in the dark order so that's good I'm, I'm, i think i'm gonna stay for a little bit
0: T- tony Khan cut you a big check um,
2: we we won't. I don't divulge any uh any financial any financial
0: discussions. Okay. Yeah, so I we'll we'll keep that, that
2: under wraps. <laughs> Hell yeah, man.
1: <laughs> uh, she never mind the listeners where they can find you guys on social media.
0: You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley. You can find Marco running the Twitter machine over at Chick Foley Show. Most importantly, you can join our Foley fam. Um, So much fun in there. We talk about it every single week. So I'm not going to deep dive on all the reasons you need to join, but you need to join. Uh, Other than that, we do have two. That's
1: at ChickFoleyShow.com.
0: ChickFillyShow.com. You have two Halloween Havoc watch-alongs to to round out our Halloween Havoc series. It was a lot of fun. I think you guys are really going to enjoy these last two uh, bonus episodes. So make sure you get in and you will be able to take advantage of all of those plus all of our previous bonus content.
1: Yep, we're going to do a double drop to celebrate Halloween. So first thing Sunday morning, we're going to drop Halloween Havoc 1995, where it was man versus man and machine versus machine <laughs> with Hulk Hogan versus the giant. It was and a doozy. Uh, the series finale we'll drop it around lunchtime is going to be uh, Hulk Hogan once again going up against the Ultimate Warrior at Halloween Havoc '98, for rematch from their classic at uh, WrestleMania '6. The less said, the better. You guys can hear our thoughts. Tune in on ChickFolieshow. dot com this Sunday. Uh, Marco, what's going on with the Pod Foundation this week?
2: Uh, lots of things. So uh, one of the one of the notes of the week is uh, on the on turnbuckle sessions uh the OG Fig Kid uh gives his thoughts on what to how to fix the WWE um so I'm not sure if you guys listened to that episode. I haven't gotten to
0: listen to it, but I'm curious. If, I, if, I, I always if, like when Tom gets heated and you know gets on it, gets on his rolls about uh, how he, how WWE <laughs> can be better.
2: Yeah, I'd probably say that's the highlight of the week. Um, besides the other shows that they have, have turnbuckle debate. Um, obviously the regular show uh, where they recap, uh, AEW and all things indie as well. And then on Fridays, there are uh, interview sessions drop as well. Uh, we also have extra cooler um, dropping. Like I said, he you know he he kept his word. You know that. They are dropping every week, so I know mean, oh, you're yeah. to have work
0: back. this fall, dude. They, they yeah. you know, they, they took it easy over the summer. You know, they were on summer break doing all the family stuff, and they, they came back this fall, freaking hard hitting. You yeah, know?
2: definitely. Yeah, so yeah, definitely check us out. Where I mean, Pop Foundation, greatest collection of wrestling minds since the N.W.O. Like I always say. So Damn no straight, lies man. detected.
1: Too sweet, uh, Sheen. You ready to give away some figures? Let's go. All right, so we're going to be giving away Damian Priest Basic. This is the first time in the line comes with the coveted coveted rib tape accessory we don't know what it's for but it looks cool and you really need it to complete your elite diamond dallas page if nothing else uh so yeah. we'll hit the drum and roll and seth
0: rollins Sh- wrestlemania you know what i mean like you need you need it for uh, that moment as well
1: yeah we'll hit the drum roll and sheena will announce the winner
0: The winner of Damien Priest is at Tony Wingdog 72 It's our man, Tony Barker, Foley fam member. Congrats, dude. Make sure you give Tony a follow on his Instagram. Just overall, good dude. Um, if He, get, he gets the co sign. He's a, a, he's a classic the-
1: superstar member of the, yeah. uh, of the Foley fam, for sure.
0: That's right. So, uh, Tony, hit us up. Let us know you listened, and uh, we will get Damien headed your way.
1: And show the listeners what we're going to be giving away next week.
0: We're going to be giving away this. Retro Ray Mysterio, beautiful figure, super toyetic as most Ray figures are. Um, this uh, the
1: Motu uh, Ray oh, Mysterio. Oh, sorry,
0: that's right. Listening. You're right. Sorry, I totally missed bo- <laughs> Anybody Motu. Anybody watching
1: on YouTube's like, what the hell? There was a retro <laughs> Ray Mysterio, and they're giving it away <laughs> on the show. You're
0: so right. I don't know why I said retro. We I just have, like. Uh, I my...
1: probably could have upped the listener count by about two thousand just Faving it. <laughs> like, probably... Yeah, we got. We have the retro, you know, prototype Mysterio. It's, we're going to give it, it away is, next yeah, week. Yeah, it
0: was a it was a ringside reveal today. We got it in already. We just wanted to let you guys know. We're going to be giving it away on the Chick Fil show. No, sorry, uh, to- totally botched that. I don't know why I had retros on the brain, but uh, yeah, the there's, there's enough figure. lines
1: out right now. It's understandable. It's hard to keep you. all the individual lines. <laughs> yeah. the lines I'm out. Yeah. I'm
2: I'm thinking you were thinking Remco, and you yeah. mixed it with ret- retro. That's, That's what I'm thinking. See. You were thinking because it is Remco style. The That's figure.
0: exactly. Uh, You're right, but the,
2: you know it's funny. There's an interesting tidbit uh, that ha- that came out today for Rey Mysterio. Um, did you guys know that he and Triple H never had a televised singles match ever in their whole time they were together.
1: Wow, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Match, I never not really a tag about team it, Yeah, that's right. That's pretty crazy. Never
2: ever stepped in the ring one on one, which is pretty insane. Pretty like, that, crazy. Yeah, pretty that those awesome. two have never
0: locked horns. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's kind of weird. All right, and we want to remind you guys to use code ChickFoley to save ten percent on all your purchases at Ringside Collectibles. Did you tell them and- how they're
0: supposed to win this figure?
1: Yeah, so it's a standard giveaway. Just uh, shoot Sheena or Marco a, uh, a screenshot showing that you listen to this week's episode and you'll be entered to win MOTU Rey Mysterio. You guys ready to end the story of the week? Let's go. So right around the time we were finishing up recording the episode last week, the uh, internet wrestling community was buzzing about some backstage drama with Charlotte Flair. It was kind of it, it was stemming from the uh, the belt exchange um, segment with her and Becky Lynch at the end of SmackDown last week, but it seemed like all the reports coming out that was kind of the the straw that broke the camel's back and this has been mm-hmm. something that's building for a few months. you know we talked about her issues with Nia Jax from about two months ago when it seemed like they were starting to basically fight in the ring during a match. So all this is leading to speculation that Charlotte's time in WWE may be coming to an end sooner rather than later. Um, Marco, you kind of bend uh, Johnny on the spot with this story. Kind of give us your take on, on the recent events with Charlotte over the past couple months.
2: I was going to say, I told you, told you it wasn't a, told you it wasn't <laughs> a work that, uh, that, still, that- yeah,
1: we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> one in a little bit. I, I, I still got some thoughts on that.
2: So that awkward exchange that uh you know Nia and and uh, Charlotte had a few what was it a month ago maybe a couple months ago yeah but that was yeah, about a month, a month month and yeah. a half yeah. ago mm-hmm. um where they were just like shoot slapping each other um so uh, so obviously more and more stories are coming out um you know obviously this is all rumor and you know dirt sheet stuff but they are saying that there has been a, like since that has happened like even before that that Monday Night Raw match like there's always there's been an issue with Charlotte and the rest of the the ladies um in the locker room essentially and uh a few notable people that have like you know that don't want you know they're not gonna like take her crap essentially has yeah. been Naya and obviously the returning Becky like they're the ones that have besides all like they're the only two that have stood up to her uh so far. Um obviously like I said this is all hearsay. But then like as you hear that stuff and now you're hearing it again that like you know now Becky has an issue with her and you're hearing all these like Stories of her behind the scenes not, you know, getting yeah. along with the rest of the locker room and, you know, having like creative type of things too, like, you know, arguments about her character and all that stuff and how she she's being portrayed. Hence that what happened on SmackDown, where she thought, you know, she's going to look weak if she just handed her title over. But you're not she's not handing it over Wait, to like to give away. It's looking
0: it's, worse than weak. Yeah, sadly. It,
2: it's a legit swap. Like if but you remember, the stupid, du- though. Yeah.
0: Like the whole the whole concept of the title swap is stupid. First of all, they should just rename. They shouldn't have a Raw and SmackDown Women's title. They don't have a Raw and SmackDown Men's title. It's a the world title, WWE title, and it's a universal title. I know it's you know historically they've been on specific shows, but it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like it would make it way more interchangeable and way more flexible if they would just call the women's titles the women's universal and the women's WWE title. And you know, granted they're color coded, which I also think is a mistake because it also limits them a little bit to where they can go on the shows. But yeah, it's, it it just is ridiculous to me because they wouldn't have done that with the, can you imagine Roman Reigns going out and swapping titles with like Big E? Like, no, it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened. They would not have booked it that way, but it was just lazy. And I thought, I mean, granted, this is like completely ignoring all the stuff that went down, but I think it is BS that they, they made the women switch titles like that. It's just, it was just garbage booking and there was going to be no, good way for the women to come out of that.
1: Right. Remember this all started back at WrestleMania timeframe. Remember shortly before WrestleMania, there was that weird story where, WWE's medical team had kind of diagnosed Charlotte as being pregnant, and then she got yeah. pulled out of the storylines. And then mm. once they realized that they, you know, they messed it up, she didn't have any interest in coming back. She ended up just taking some time. Well, she off She got for a COVID, bit, remember?
0: So. so they they was so she had the um she had the pregnancy thing where it was like you know misdiagnosed pregnancy. <laughs> she she proved that she didn't, but she had already been taken off all the shows, right? Because they weren't going to risk that. Then she got diagnosed with COVID and got pulled off, you know, so it was just, and then by that time, Rhea Ripley, and she was cleared for WrestleMania from what I understand. She was cleared for WrestleMania, but they had already went forward with Rhea Ripley coming in and doing that storyline with Oscar. Um, and it really, I mean, she wasn't even on the raw before WrestleMania. So it would have been really kind of crazy to kind of book her into WrestleMania after that, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, it w- that whole thing was just a freaking mess.
1: I, I feel yeah. like if things were hunky dory, between her and WWE, they would have found a way to get Charlotte on the card for WrestleMania. She's not the kind of oh, yeah. person I you leave see, yeah. off just yeah. because of I bad timing. That, yeah. So I, I think there's definitely some stuff going on behind the scenes. And on top of everything else that we've discussed so far, WWE has also released her fiance and her dad within the past year. So there's there's got to be a lot of tension backstage. There's just no way there couldn't be. Um, but wasn't in addition Rick to, Flair? Didn't he like? Uh, wasn't he that,
0: already on to something else? Like he was, he was moving on to something else. Like WWE let him yeah. go, but wasn't he already like? I think that wasn't I even the mean, big he thing. He was that-
1: amicable about it, but he was definitely released. Like he, he 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 didn't like make a big stink about it publicly, but he was definitely released from his contract. Like he wasn't, uh, you know, he didn't quit, and it, his contract wasn't up. He still had time left on it when WWE let him go. So, however you want to frame it, he was yeah. a paid employee of WWE, and then he wasn't. Um, so that's got to lend to a little bit of bad blood between her and the WWE as well. Uh, speculation already going around. If this was a work or a shoot, Sheena, we'll start with you. What, what's your take on this situation?
0: I think it's a shoot, man. I think, you know, for me, I feel like maybe Charlotte, from what I understand, um, has a, over a year left on her contract, right? So it's not like it's coming up anytime soon. And I don't foresee any situation where WWE is just going to let Charlotte out of her contract, right? And if she expresses interest in getting out of her contract, I can totally see a situation in which they like put her back and like, just take her off of TV. And maybe all of this, something else that's a little suspect about all this is that, that all these rumors came out and there's all this detail, which almost makes you feel like WWE maybe released all this info to make her look bad and kind of paint her in a bad light before she like, cause she's trying to get out of there. You know what I mean? Like make her less likable to people. I don't know, you know, I mean, clearly we, we don't know what's going on. We don't have any insider information, but I think it's, I think it's a work. Cause it, like what or i sorry, I think it's a shoot because there's no way that they're doing this to try to make either person look better because nobody's coming out of this looking better. Like I said earlier, like it's making yeah. everybody look worse.
2: Yeah, definitely. And uh, like you, like you said, just to piggyback off of what you said with like her, you know, kind of like I don't want to use it like assassinating her character, so to speak. Like, yeah what better way to do that and say she's like she has a toxic personality she doesn't get along it's hard with anyone to work
0: with hard yeah to
2: work with that Just putting those things out there makes another company. Look what happened to Tessa. And they can see, yeah,
0: and they can totally say like, oh, we've given her every opportunity. She's had every, she's done everything Mm -hmm. there is to do in WWE. She's, you know, won the Royal Rumble. She's had multiple titles. Like, you know, she's been in part of these like historic matches, Um, but she's just not happy. So, I mean, I don't know what more we could do to make her happy. Um, And yeah, I I can totally see them trying to plant that seed. Not that I think for one second that any of that is going to be a deterrent for any company that comes knocking on charlotte flair's door like i can't imagine tony khan's like you know what maybe i don't want charlotte flair like there's absolutely no way It doesn't matter what wwe could say about her outside of her being like something horrible to get her canceled you know <laughs> like they're not just gonna yeah. not hire her because she's quote unquote hard to work with
1: for me i still say it's a work unless i uh <laughs> Unless it is proven beyond a shadow of a doubt, I consider everything in pro wrestling to be a, a work. I think they're just trying to work the smarks, get Charlotte some real good heel heat, and make everybody hate her to set up some big baby face to take her down come WrestleMania season. Uh, Sheen, mm. what do you think it would mean if this is a shoot and she ends up heading down to AEW in Jacksonville? What, what would that mean for AEW's women's division?
0: Oh, my gosh, dude. That would I mean, that would be big. I know that there's been some big things happening in AEW right now, but if the women's division needs a lot of help, and I think that would be something that would just like set the bar, move the needle, whatever you want to say. Like, she would go down there, and can you imagine like her having matches with like Thunder Rosa and uh Rio and freaking Hikaru Shida and Statlander? And, you know, I mean, it would just be yeah, it's Serena Deeb and Jay Cargill, like, dude, it would be unbelievable. And I think, I think Charlotte. Would go down there and raise the. I mean, maybe she's hard to work with. I don't know, but I feel like she would raise the bar down there, and like she would like the expectation of what the women's division would be would be higher than what it is right now. You know, because they're going to know like Charlotte players not messing around. Like she's been on the biggest stage that there is in women's wrestling. You know, she's done WrestleMania. Yeah, she's main event at WrestleMania. She's literally like been a part of WrestleMania every time every ever since she's been on the main roster. You know what I mean? Like she's a she is a draw. She's a freaking certified star. And I just feel like it would I mean, WWE would be in trouble, I think, <laughs> if if they let Charlotte Flair get to AW, which I mean, I feel like maybe inevitable at this point.
1: Yeah, I don't know if WWE'd be in trouble. I feel like they're just a machine right now. I don't know. I think anybody's sort of Roman leaving. I think they could they but need. I mean, Maybe if Roman Charlotte Brock, Flair can leave, leave I think those, those Roman can here.
0: freaking leave. Like, let's be let's be real now. Well, we've Charlotte's already seen making that. Seven, I mean, Bray Wyatt. Charlotte's on. making seven figures. You know what I mean? If she's if she's willing to leave that and go to AEW, which I'm sure she would get paid, you know, comparable in AEW. But dude, if if Charlotte Flair can leave, if Bray Wyatt can leave, then Roman Reigns could freaking leave like I don't I don't put it past anybody to leave aid or leave WWE I think Roman's the
1: only one I would put a cut above but yeah anybody can leave I mean Daniel Bryan was getting paid good money and he was on the creative team and he walked away from it he was on the creative team at WWE his last few months and he walked away from it so yeah anybody can definitely uh could definitely bounce um Marco I'm gonna put you on the spot Wrestlemania 38 is approximately five months away will Charlotte be on the WWE roster
2: Oh yeah, she'll de- she'll definitely be there. I mean she she's contracted to be on the roster. She'll definitely be at WrestleMania. In what uh position and what or uh, where she's gonna be in a storyline. Who knows? You know you know the uh you know the story with WWE or the rumors are when someone's on their way out they start booking them in, uh, in and uh and compromising storylines and you know all that stuff. So maybe
1: dog uh, food. She's gonna be in a crybaby match like a uh, one, two, three kid on his way out the door.
2: Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, maybe uh bring back the uh like those like the maybe they used to have those like mud wrestling type of matches yeah, yeah, like, yeah. bring something like that back. Know, like,
0: Kitty pools full of chocolate pudding. Yeah,
2: put them on the pre show of WrestleMania. Who knows? But uh I know I definitely they think they make, make Charlotte
0: there. like the host of WrestleMania.
2: Oh yeah, I mean that that could possibly happen too as well. Who knows? Yeah, I think she'll be there, though. All right. She's not going anywhere. Definitely
1: something interesting. We'll be keeping our eye on it and uh, discussing it all the way through. Let's hear from the two bad chads at the Turnbuckle Tavern.
2: Drop by and visit the Turnbuckle Tavern, where every Thursday we give you the most in-depth analysis of all things AEW as well as dive into impact wrestling, NWA and all things indie. If you like heated debates, compelling interviews and a shot of nostalgia, you'll love the turnbuckle tavern available on Apple and Spotify. Drink it in. It always goes down smooth. All
1: right. It is time for the Royal rumble segment. We're going to be starting it off with Sheena. So, uh, anybody that watched the main event of Dynamite this week, we saw the Elite come out dressed up as the Ghostbusters. Very cool. Perfect for Halloween, that even though awesome. Stay Puft kind of uh, ruined their night. Sheena, what should the Elite be next Halloween?
0: I think it would definitely be cool if they were like the Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean? I think it would be like so fitting. You know, Kenny could be like Raphael, you know, because he's kind of like the alpha uh, and the oldest and the biggest of all the, the bunch. And, uh, you know matt leonardo he's like the coolest i think and then uh nick is michelangelo he's like the like you know goofy jokester younger brother and then you got uh adam cole as uh donatello you know because donatello loves all of his gadgets and gizmos and adam cole's like a gamer nerd so i think it all fits i think it could be really cool because they have very distinct personalities yeah and that little uh
1: finisher that they did where they all did the running back bump could work with the turtle shells the turtle shells yeah
0: yeah Exactly. Yeah, good I like pick. that.
1: All right, Marco, you're up next. So, big news in Ring of Honor this week. They actually released every single wrestler on their roster <sighs> and said that they are going on hiatus until April. Obviously, that's um that's some pretty dicey news, you know. We'll see if they actually if they actually make it back or not, but it's not good for the state of wrestling in the United States. I'm mm-hmm. asking you, what does this mean uh, for the world of wrestling that Ring of Honor is going under?
2: Um, I mean, Obviously, they've been like kind of you know financial uh, distress for a while now since obviously since you know AEW started up. Um, but it, I mean, it's it. I mean, the state of wrestling in the U.S. is is it's still good. You still have AEW, uh, you still have WWE. Obviously, you still have tons of different um, independent uh, companies. Literally, like in, for, I think pretty much every state in the United States has like its own local uh, independent wrestling. So yeah, I, I mean, I support most of that stuff. I didn't if, when I took my. Really um, i think we're in good hands with uh, AEW
1: and wwe yeah and i think game changer wrestling their ascendance over the last year yeah. i think they're really kind of filling up that next spot up behind uh behind AEW and impact all right and this yep. Shina, it's a totally a different product next. too
0: not to like you know ruin the war rumble segment but the thing about gcw is it stands out as its own thing kind of like you yep. know wwe has its own look and feel um AEW has its own look and feel, and then GCW has its own look and feel. So you kind of get all those, uh, you know, you can hit all interest points, you know?
1: Yep. Hell yeah. All right, our man Seth Rollins. See him right here behind me. He is back as the number one contender to the WWE Championship. Sheena, will Seth Rollins take the belt off of Big E?
0: So I've notoriously been... Labeled us a fence rider on this show, and I feel like this is really tough because he had a hellified performance at Crown Jewel, and the ladder match was really great. He's definitely deserving of the opportunity, but I feel like this this whole Big E feud was a little bit hot shotted. I feel like this deserves a bigger stage, maybe like the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. um I feel like Big E, like this would have been a better fit for Finn or Kevin Owens. You know, I feel like this like this first starter match, you know, and then build up the Seth Rollins. Um, that being said, if Seth the throne's Biggie, I hope Biggie wins the Rumble and then he can go against, you know, Roman. But, uh, yeah, I don't I, I, I don't want to see Biggie lose and I don't want to see Seth Rollins lose. So,
1: <laughs> sorry. I, I think Seth's getting that belt. He's on arguably the best run of his career character-wise and he's been putting on fire performances in the ring. And know, oh it's just yeah, sad yeah, for Biggie. Biggie's- Biggie's firmly established as a main eventer now, and WWE always likes to put the babyface in chase mode. So I think that's what we're going to see, whether it ends up going after uh, Roman or or going back after Seth. But I, I think that's probably the primary reason why Seth was put over to Raw. I think they felt like yeah. you know this guy needs to have a world championship around his waist, but we're not ready to do Seth and Roman yet. So yeah, I'm calling I right now. I, think, and um, I, I stand I think by my point.
0: I stand by my point. Cause I made that point with Bianca Belair and all y'all. I think even in the pod foundation chat, everybody was like, you know, no, this is terrible. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I think I talked about it on Instagram too. And when Bianca Belair lost and I was like, dude, she's going to be so much more interesting and so much more intriguing and so much more mage if she's on the chase for the title. And dude, she owned Becky. Right. Um, and I feel like, like she, to me, that's the perfect role for her and she's she's exactly where i said she would be um when she lost that title i said she's going to be just fine
2: uh, i mean you guys are forgetting who else is on raw um along with seth rollins he has a he has a uh, person that he's pre- been pretty much uh fighting forever uh for a while now and that's edge edge is still lurking around man oh edge so yeah. I mean, he can make it, he can make, he could put a stop to that uh, championship I don't know, dude. I think they, I think you they put know. a, they
0: put a nice little bow on their feud uh, at Hell in a Cell. I don't feel like, dude. There's nothing That's more it. to do there yeah. right think, now, you know.
1: I don't think we're gonna see Edge again until WrestleMania season. I think Hell in a Cell was kind of his send off so. for a couple months, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah, could come back. We could see Edge and Seth for the belt back at WrestleMania. Heat it back up. All right, uh, Marco. We saw the second iteration of NXT's Halloween Havoc on Tuesday night. Give us a 30 second review on Halloween Havoc
2: 2021. I thought it was really good, actually. Um, for anyone that's seen it, obviously, you know, it's, it, it didn't have quite, quite the, like, flair that it had last year with, uh, you know, Shotzi uh, being the host of it. I thought, obviously, last year was better overall with the production and stuff. But the actual wrestling itself was really awesome. Like, all the matches are great. Uh, some some shocking wins. Um, uh, you know, obviously, Mandy Rose winning the uh the, the women's NXT championship was shocking to a lot of people. A lot of people thought, that a lot of people thought Braun was gonna win. And uh he didn't. Not not obviously not Braun Strowman, Braun Breaker. Yeah. Um but uh he had a little hit a little botch. Um, I'm not sure if you guys got got to see the match. It was almost uh, like Finn Balor's uh turnbuckle break. It was no, no. almost the same thing kind of like face planted. Uh, he went to go like do a dive off the middle turnbuckle and he kind of just fell flat so other than yeah. that other than that little thing it was it was actually really entertaining.
0: Halloween Havoc was good. My picks for the fully picks league were garbage though man. I just I, I don't know what happened <laughs> to me. I was like Yeah, it was yeah. tough.
1: All right last entry in the Royal Rumble for this week. Sheena, what are you being for Halloween?
0: So Historically I've put a lot of time and love and effort into my Halloween costumes. A lot of times they're like homemade and pieced together and thrifted and everything. Um, you know, mom of two, busy with, you know, a husband that, you know, works daylight to dark. I haven't had the opportunity to uh to put anything together. So I'll probably wear my skeleton kigurumi which is like a onesie type thing, you know. Um I did want to get a stay puff costume because the kids are gonna be ghostbusters, but it just slipped it slipped my mind and then, you know. I was afraid the kids would want to be like, no, I want to be stay puffed. So I didn't even really go down that road because, you know, with toddlers and cute little kids, like, they'll, they'll be pissed. They won't want to wear their Ghostbusters costumes. We got them. They'll want to be stay puffed. You
1: could... uh you could get the Stay puff costume, and you, then you could be Hangman as Stay puff You know, you could yeah, uh, no. wear the costume half the night, and then the second half of the night, just pull it down <laughs> around your feet and walk around with it like that for. Uh, that was know, so the rest of the funny. I don't know if you guys
0: know. I know Seth did because uh, he, but Marco, like, he was so funny. He, you know, he was in that inflatable Stay puff costume, yeah. and he took it off, and he looked all badass. He had his, you know, regular clothes underneath, and then it got stuck around his couldn't feet. Couldn't get it over his shoes, and yeah. he couldn't get it off, and he was like walking around with like this, like Stay puff costume wrapped around his feet. He he messed funny, it like dude.
1: three times, then he was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going with it. And he just kind of duck walked around the ring the rest of the, of the uh, yeah. set. I mean, he, he kind of he yeah. yeah. made kinda it work with man. the, uh,
2: yeah, when you like, when he took the, like the, the head off, it was like he, you know, he still looked kind of tough. He made, he made Safe Puff look tough.
0: Oh, and he yeah. Had, he had an angry
2: <laughs> look, but he still, it was kind of funny that he still had the Safe Puff.
0: <laughs> it was hilarious it was so seeing odd. Stay Puff like <laughs> standing on the middle rope and like get the crowd hype, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I think uh, it was funny
0: it was even more that. funny cuz it was like Stay Puft's revenge. You know what I mean? Like in in the movie, they the Ghostbusters got the best of Stay Puft and then Stay Puft finally got his revenge. He was like, "Screw y'all, man. Try to set me on fire like <laughs> F you." You good, sheen? I'm sorry, what?
1: I said you good. I'm straight. All right. I didn't know he, we didn't know you had that much thoughts on the Stay Puff segment. You really put a lot of uh, deep analysis on it.
0: Do you understand that my day is pretty much consumed like seventy five percent Ghostbusters content around here? Like I have to pretend, like we literally build Stay Puff's house like every day with blocks <laughs> and like knock it down and the Ghostbusters like set Stay Puffed on fire. So, you know, my my mom brain is loaded with Ghostbusters content.
1: All right, let's drink to that all right what are we sipping on this week man
2: uh sipping on the uh the i think i showed this uh last week of the week before the timber yard Brewing. oh yeah you see that you see death death knocking on uh and de- you know that the, the label kind of like doesn't do it justice you'd think with a label like this it would be like a like a quadruple IPA or something like that but you <laughs> know it's six percent not bad the, the
1: abv um, just has the infinity symbol next to it
2: yeah oh my god jeez I wouldn't even i you'd probably just see me disappear from the little <laughs> the little square v you'd just be looking at my fireplace back here i mean knocked out cold yeah. if that was the case but yeah definitely enjoying this it's kind of like it's like almost like a, a dark a dark ale
1: which is really good nice i'm sipping on uh one of our standards here the dogfish head sequench ale that's one of our uh kind of never outs in the beer fridge so very tasty it looks like it's going to be around year round i was a little bit worried that it was just going to be a summer seasonal but uh it looks like they're keeping it stocked up year round because it was so popular One won a few like beer of the year lists this uh this year so definitely check it out sheena what are you drinking
0: I'm drinking Children of the Gourd. I think this is my first time drinking it on the show. I know Seth has had this on the show before, um, but it is by a local Norfolk Brewing Company. I think it is... O'Connor. O'Connor Brewing Company, yep. They, really, they got and, a beautiful
1: setup at their brewery too. If anybody listening here in the Virginia area wants a place to go uh, get some lunch and have some good beer.
0: Yeah, it says Pumpkin Berliner Vice. I think that's how you say that. I don't know. I'm not the, I'm not the best at that. It's just uh,
1: a fancy way of saying a wheat beer.
0: Yeah, it's a wheat beer. Um, it is. Uh, it's got vanilla, cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger. So all the uh, the fall spices wow. that you need. It's delicious. I'm not gonna. I don't go in depth as our friend Matt, the Hop God from the Extra Cooler Show, <laughs> always joke with him that you know he's always like ranking his favorite hops. Um, you know, I just it's a delicious beer, and I highly recommend it. It's not too <laughs> pumpkiny. You know, sometimes they they try to like go overboard and yeah. like, slap slap you in the face with it's the more pumpkin. more spicy. This is, yeah it's got yeah it's way it's more spicy and and the vanilla like kind of keeps it super chill and super smooth so highly recommend if you can get your hands on children of the gourd uh get you some
1: all right let's get into the figure four ringside fest wrapped up today we got a ton of reveals um let's dive into it marco what were you most excited to see from ringside fest
2: um actually i have like a list here not not like a huge list but um that legends the legends edge was pretty awesome both both variants of it with the red pants and with the white pants and the soft good almost like a leathery leather jacket and now i want every single leather jacket from anyone that has kind of like a leathery looking jacket they should. They should have that soft goods. Um, the road dog. Have you guys seen the picture of the road dog? Like up close. The head scan yeah. is insane. Like the head scan yeah, looks like is crazy. The, the, yeah. someone did like an up close. Picture. It looks like a, like a still of him. Like it, it literally looks like road dog, like in figure form. It's insane. Um, what else? The V Mark house is awesome. Yeah. Me one. Mark
0: house is, is cool, dude. I'm, I think um, that's my favorite. That they got that.
2: Yeah. That, that one in the, there was uh Oh, they yeah, the both Rob Van Dam's that they, I mean, they weren't in figure form, but they were just just the renders of it. The renders, I think they showed the yeah, last, this... the last, uh, oh, maybe last year they uh, they showed those during um, SDCC. Weekend, I was kind of bummed. Uh, I was
1: hoping the uh, the Tiger Stripe RVD was going to be a um, an ultimate edition.
2: Yeah, that that would have been pretty pretty awesome. But um, the the WrestleMania line obviously looks awesome. You get to round out the uh, the Boneyard match with, you know, AJ Styles and the Boneyard gear, because so, they already have the Boneyard Undertaker. Um, obviously, build a figure, Vince McMahon. Not not too impressed with that one, because it's literally kind of like the same same head as the, uh, what Elite Series was at. It's the like blue. 72 or
1: something like that with yeah. the blue suit. Yeah, I think it's just basically just a tuxedo instead of the blue suit.
2: Yeah, same head. You got the three hand when he's doing the WrestleMania three. Um, <laughs> yeah, other than that, I mean... T- I mean, I, too many Hogans for me, personally. Um,
0: yeah, stop trying to make Hogan happen.
2: Yeah, it's it's. I mean, they they there's another Hogan coming out with the you know the long tights, um, with and the boas and all that stuff. But yeah, I, I wasn't too impressed with the with the Hogan. I know people flip out when a new Hogan figure is popping up, and I just don't see the appeal he to people, it. But... he's just the nostalgia man. Hit that. Uh... I really I doubt we
1: get it just because I can't see a Paul Orndorff Ultimate Edition being made. But the fact that we're getting Mr. T and um, Hogan from WrestleMania one, I'd love to see a Piper and Orndorff um, Ultimate Edition set also Ooh. to, uh, to kind of correspond with that. That would be really great. Sheen, yeah, what's uh, catching uh, your eye from the reveals?
0: I mean, I can't believe you guys didn't mention these retribution figures we're getting Mace T-Bar and uh They are
1: cool, man. They're going to be in like the Ascension category as like, you know, they kind of sucked on TV, but they're going to be cool figures yeah. cuz the the new Mustafa Ali is in his retribution gear also, so we're getting oh, yeah, we're yeah getting he the, sure you know, is,
0: Yeah. Mace yeah, yeah, and T-Bar in
1: yeah. him. The only one we're missing is Slapjack. I don't know if he's going to end up getting in a or not, but uh
0: slapjack yeah, is the jason mask right yeah he's
1: yeah and i'm I'm a sucker for for you know having a faction of figures even if they're kind of jabronis i think these guys are yeah. really pretty cool yeah they yeah. are yeah. that cool. mace figure the, looks super toy the,
0: the mace figure looks awesome with the with the braids and the or the dreads like yeah he he looks cool dude again if we didn't know this this faction was such an abomination like these figures would be so cool um speaking yeah. of abomination real quick the, the scarlet elite um the mm. the ring and the actual like sculpting and molding on the figure looks awesome and she comes with like the little sand timer but her, what's up with her face man i mean hopefully it looks better in person but her face does not look good i think it's true effects
1: <laughs> her basic the face game looked really good but it wasn't yeah. true FX. so you know true effects can be hit or miss they we're about thirty series deep since they've been doing it and it's gotten um it has gotten a lot better, but sometimes you still have kind of just weird, weird head sculpts with the true effect. So maybe that's all it is. I wonder how hard it'd be to do a uh, a head swap and if that accessory would work um on the basic head. Because yeah. the basic looks great.
0: The basic did look great. This war games figure of Tommaso Ciampa looks awesome. It's yeah, gonna be a ringside, ringside exclusive yeah. with the with the two different head pieces. Like that looks awesome, dude. He
2: actually he posted about it on his um on his Instagram um the the uh that that figure as well and we definitely need a uh a, the God of War Tabasso Champa from Halloween havoc as well that definitely has yeah. to be made up somehow but yeah. um I was actually thinking uh when you actually brought up ultimate editions you no know who definitely needs an ultimate edition asuka hmm.
1: yeah yeah does like you the remember there was that uh yeah, there was that figure that was revealed a few years back that ended up getting canceled. It was a, it was basically a deluxe Oscar um, with the with the robe fully detailed stuff. It was going to be a mm-hmm. WrestleMania Access exclusive, and it ended up getting scrapped. Yeah. And the ultimate I'm- editions were announced shortly after that. So I, I feel like that figure was maybe kind of like the genesis for going with yeah. a premium line. But yeah, that be that would be cool if it came full circle. We know Big Shot Bill is a fan of Oscar, so I don't think oh, it's yeah, out no, of the definitely. question that it happens, but. We need Oscar to get another uh, another big time run. You know she's kind of cooled off a little bit since since 2019. So um, yeah, yeah. i, I was still that.
0: not a fan of Chick Foley. I checked today. I was like maybe he heard oh, our man. last episode and and gave me the unblock. Uh, but I checked today during the Ringside reveals. <laughs> I think that. you need so, to uh, still yeah. still blocked.
1: I think you need to hit up Action Figure Attack to kind of be like a peacemaker. He could be the mediator to go in between and yeah, try to uh, cool with, him, work with him, him. out for you guys. <laughs>
2: Yeah, if you listen, to an action figure, definitely uh, an Asuka Ultimate Edition, and I'm thinking different uh, masks as well, like different versions of all the different versions, not all of them, because she has so many yeah. different types of masks. But like yeah, different versions of, of the mask, so. cloth robe. Um, you could have one maybe that maybe comes with,
1: clean and a head sculpt with like the green mist like dripping out of her yeah, mouth or something.
2: Maybe come with the yeah, uh, the N- awesome. the original uh, NXT Women's Championships and she was the undefeated in NXT as well as um you know she had to basically hand her belt over because you know she's moving on to the main roster as well as uh um yeah that belt as well as like the the raw see the the other thing too about the raw women's championship that's the definitive women's championship that was the one that was actually revealed yeah um, at at wrestlemania when they revamped the divas title so i always look at the raw women's champion as a yeah, so she definitely needs that too in it. So if you listen to an action figure, def- definitely start that.
0: Yeah. Um, I have to jump yeah. ahead real quick. I saw that um, our, our buddy Justin Frank, um, also known as At In Ring Art on uh, Instagram, sent in a listener mail saying, you know, he said, I don't have a question, but um, I did have to say, like, you know, putting putting out into the chick Foley verse about a new Sammy figure worked because we did get to see a new Sammy figure. That's He's right. got his little Sammy award <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, the, the new today. pants. Yeah, and the new uh, the new beard and everything. So, yeah, uh, in-ring art, you know, he made it happen by uh, speaking it into into existence on the chick Foley show.
1: Oh, yeah. We didn't saw talk new Kevin Owens too. and uh, Sami Zayn to take the place of Adam Cole and the uh, Crispy Fiend that were supposed to be in Elite 91. Mm.
2: That's right, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they, say, we Mark also Mark? forgot They uh, have, there was another uh, ringside exclusive that they announced yesterday, um, and that was The Undertaker. Did you see it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that CW figure.
1: Title. It's cool that you're going to be able to drop the straps. You know, yeah. I, I've, I like to see that application on some other figures. But I uh, I was never a big fan of uh, kind of American Badass or Biker Taker. I have the Elite yeah. 18 figure of that, which is pretty cool. But um, I'm probably passing on on this one.
0: So is it cloth? What do you like? So how does it drop the straps? Like-
1: uh, there's some pictures. If you go on the WrestleFigs forums, you can see it's. I don't know if it's something that uh, I don't know if it's like a soft rubber and it clips on the back or what. I don't know exactly what the mechanism is, but you can definitely drop the straps on it and yeah. um, and make it look I mean, like I'll you know Taker did
0: when you
2: getting down to business. It's a ringside exclusive, so it's, it's oh a no, pickup. they
0: show it. Yeah, they show it actually in the next uh, the next shot. It says pull down straps. It looks okay, but I think it definitely should have been a soft goods shirt for that yeah. feature to to work.
1: And the problem is that they rolled this feature out after Kurt Angle is no longer with WWE. I mean, he's the most iconic, you know, strap yeah, dropper that there is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other big news this week in wrestling figures is that Mattel and WWE have renewed their contract for a few more years, which is awesome because I did not want to have to deal with, you know, having to decide whether to start up with a new brand or just stick with Mattel and just go all customs route or what. So I, mm-hmm. I'm hoping, I hope Mattel and WWE stay together forever. Um, what I want to do right now is let's go around. They've had such an incredible run over the last 12 years now, but there's still some people that are missing. Um, Sheena, we'll start with you name two wrestlers that Mattel has not done that you want to see them, uh, get figures out of in the next few years.
0: Well, I'm going to go with the, with the chicks. I'm going to go with, uh, Luna and Marlena. I think those would be two. We definitely need those dude. They like, they complete, they're like huge missing holes, um, in, in the collection, dude. They're definitely, um, noticeably absent oh yeah
1: and we got the perfect bam bam and um and uh gold dust figures to go along with those and luna could go with yeah. Shawn michaels too we got Shawn michaels from mm-hmm. 93 94 when luna was with him as well so yeah great choices marco how about you
2: uh, I think we mentioned this last week, but the oddities—we definitely need some uh, some oddities figures yeah. to pop up in the uh, Mattel line. Um, yeah, it doesn't have to be the whole group. Obviously, if they do the Luna Vachon, that would be great because she's a part of it. But like, yeah, we definitely need uh, we definitely need the oddities. So you, uh, you
1: need, I think you, you need Golga. You need the giant Silva Luna, and I think the ICP. I think that's what you need for yeah, your, your oddities figure set. Uh, for me, I'll, I'll stick with kind of the oddball characters. I think Giant Gonzalez. I would just love to see what Mattel could yeah. uh could do with him i got a pretty solid custom <laughs> um i just i don't know dude at all the crappy gimmicks he um he definitely freaking kind of hits the hits the spot for for me i just i i love that dude man i uh just he was it was so awe-inspiring seeing him come out and take the undertaker down even though the matches ended up being total crap yeah. uh, giant gonzalez would be my pick for one and two i'm going barbarian until it happens i'm speaking yeah. of into yeah. existence that we need the barbarian to complete the powers of pain. We're going to, it's been since 1989. We're going on over 30 years that we were getting uh we're getting warlord figures with no barbarian to match, you know, between LJN and and Mattel. Uh Jax did a yeah. Powers of Pain set, but it didn't really hit the way we needed it to. So we need that definitive barbarian figure to come out to go along with that awesome warlord that they just dropped. Uh yeah. So that's my picks. Um some more it's Mattel tough. news. Mattel, listen to the people, man. The big issue with the Kane Ultimate Edition, um, I'll grab it real quick to display it for anybody that hasn't seen it yet, but his elbow was unpainted.
0: Yeah, whenever so you bent the elbow. You, so, like, the actual sleeve you know, was painted. This is Sorry, Seth doesn't have his headphones the on. the
1: definitive Kane figure we've gotten so far. It's debut Kane. Looks incredible, right? Just totally mm-hmm. awesome. But here's the issue. You start to do a little bit of fig photography. You want to check out yeah. that double-jointed articulation. It's unpainted, man. He's got a hole in his gear. Looks It like looks Kane awful. Freaking ripped it's, his gear. It's,
0: it's a problem.
1: Yeah. So action figure attack came out on the forums this week on WrestleFigs and said that anybody that got this cane can email in Mattel. I, I don't know what the proof of purchase is going to be. I don't know if you just need to send a picture of it or what, or if they're making enough where they're just going to go on our system and wow. they're going to send you a replacement arm that is casted in red. So that way it'll be red all the way through. Um, That's and then awesome. You swap out the arm and you're good to go. Yeah. So. People were just going nuts. I mean, it was annoying. Like, it definitely looks bad, but I didn't really think it was that big of a deal. People in the forums were going off like, you know, somebody walked in their house and like kicked their dog or something. Um,
0: I think it's a big deal. That's a premium figure. That's Mattel's premium figure line. You know what I mean? Like, there should be no detail left unturned on those figures. And again, you know, it doesn't I mean, I'm not a person who allows something like that to like get me so worked up, you know, Um, but. I can see how people would be upset, especially figure photographers, you know, uh, like that are going to be taking shots. I mean, I guess they could edit it, but I mean, why should they have to, if they pay that much for a premium figure, then it should, you know, it should have the quality of a premium figure.
1: Yeah, you're right. But Mattel is making it right for the, uh, the consumers and they're going to be hooking up with some new cane arms. So there's going to be a ton of, uh, extra people with extra cane arms here in the next few years. So we'll be interested to see what they can come up with to do with those. um, we saw the reveal of WWE Superstars Wave 2. So again, this is the Remco style figures that um are gonna be Walmart exclusives. They're the follow-up to the Motu line. It's classic HBK from uh, nineteen ninety-two time frame, uh Big Daddy Cool, Big Sexy Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall from The Outsiders. I loved all three of these. Marco, you a fan of these figures?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Um I think they I think we obviously we need my uh, nemesis to be made uh, so we can round out the click and that'd be the one, two, three kid. We definitely need a, a, a Remco version of him. So we can uh, round out the original click with the, with those guys there. So that'd be pretty awesome. But yeah, no, I'm uh, pretty excited with these ones. The, the first in the series, was, it was okay um, for me anyway, but no, this, the second time around is, I think it's pretty awesome.
1: These ones are coming with belts too. It looks like it's gonna be yeah. um, the elite belts, from what I can tell. But that's pretty cool that they're dropping belts with these guys. You know, they're uh, the big thing with these is soft goods because Rimco was really ahead of their time with all the soft goods that they had in their line. So I'm thinking they could do one, two, three, kid, and then drop uh, Triple H's the Greenwich Snop. You know, you could do the red uh, hunting jacket yep. that he used to wear. That would be the awesome. Rink. That would be uh, that'd be pretty dang sweet. Um, let's get into weekly purchases, Sheena. We'll kick it off. Uh, show them what we got this week.
0: All right. So we have. Well, I guess I, I shouldn't have start. I shouldn't have started this big, but uh, <laughs> we have <laughs> yeah, we're going, Chase yeah.
1: blowing our load on the first fig. I know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Chase Darby Allen from the Unmatched series looks just freaking amazing. The box is in incredible shape. Unlike our uh, John Moxley. Chase figure. Uh, we will still be unboxing him though, because that's just oh, what yeah. we do. I can't wait. So uh, we're. I think we're going to do it in one fell swoop. I think we're just going to unbox the um, Chase John Moxley and the Chase Darby Allen uh, wow. together. On we're one not even going to so. unbox them
1: carefully either. We're, we're ripping into these things. <laughs> I, I, we're just we're going <laughs> to lose a lot. of You're a, if you're of a masochist or a sadist. You viewers. definitely want to check out this episode of Unboxamania. Yeah,
0: we we'll call it a House of Horrors. It'll be Unboxing Mania House of Horrors. Oh, you know, my God. <laughs> it, it,
1: it,
2: I can hear I could hear the the listeners just dropping. Dropping like flies right now because of because of this, the cmoc Sorry, MOC people.
0: But yeah, it's happening. And, and then we got uh this ultimate edition Jeff Hardy from the fan takeover. So awesome series. Yeah, I like it. Looks incredible. We had you such guys, a big debate like going. Uh,
1: yeah, I was about to say we had such a big debate going whenever this series was announced about what this. uh what the packaging's packaging is going to look like. I, I, I'm a fan, you know, I thought I was expecting it to be the standard ultimate edition with maybe just some fan takeover branding, but I like the kind of reverse cover way to set them off. But, yeah I great. said it I was gonna be packaging. different I, I can't uh, remember
0: who somebody on the show one of you two said it was gonna be the same I said it was gonna definitely gonna be I was saying different. it was gonna be
1: the same you and Marco said it was gonna be different yeah, I, I think we're both it right it's, it's this it's it's the same but different, you I know, for, different. Uh, yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah.
2: I, I, the thing uh, I love
0: about the ultimate editions is like just how open the you know the windows are like the new elite packaging is just too much there's just too much going on on the new elite packaging yeah. I just feel yeah, like these are
1: clean design
0: super clean design love the big you know window in the the front of the box. um, Yeah, th- these are way better than the Elite packaging.
1: Sheena's a fan what, of uh, the uh, BBW. The big, beautiful yeah. window.
0: <laughs> big, beautiful window. What's, th-
1: what's your thoughts on the figure, Sheen? We gotta get a quick live review hmm. of uh, that Jeff Hardy Ultimate Edition. That's a new one. Brand new on the streets.
0: It looks awesome, man. The head scan looks great. The paint on the face looks awesome. It's kind of like it's, it's like matted and airbrushed looking, which is super cool. Got the soft goods top. Um, all the paint detailing that you want from a Jeff Hardy figure, the towel on the side. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, a plus figure. I I mean,
1: my only gripe is I feel like the torso is a little bit too big. That's just uh, the nature of the ultimate edition figures the articulation and stuff. I don't really feel like Jeff Hardy had like the Superman chest like that. You know, he was always a little bit more slim. Um, but that's a nitpick. It's, it's a great figure. I'm not normally a fan.
0: Yeah, I'm not normally a fan of the open mouth, like, you know, yelling face scans, um, but I really like this one that came with the Jeff Hardy um, figure. I think they just kind of like nailed his uh, his expression.
1: These Ultimate Editions are so much fun. Like I've been I've been fidgeting with this Ultimate Edition cane since I grabbed it off the shelf, man. They are just so much fun to play with, like. I'm I'm envious of kids nowadays that they're gonna have these to play with, you know, and do their matches. Back, Marco, you remember back in the day we had freaking Hasbro's who could do oh, no yeah. moves, man. And before that, you had LJNs, which were even worse than Hasbros. So no articulation yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, but think
0: about how much you know, it, how, like, you know it. how much imagination that like fostered for you, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, true, true. Do true. we have anything else, Sheen, or is that it for us this week?
0: There's a Viscera figure over here in the pile. Um, yeah, so
1: we, we went so- back and got Viscera. I had actually. Uh, I can't remember if we gave it away on the show yeah, or we did. maybe we shipped it up to Marco or Jordan um, or maybe i one of like the Chick-fil-A rumble prizes passing that figure because I already had King Mabel and was never a huge yeah. Viscera fan, but the the upcoming legends uh, series lineups leaked and I think series 15, we're getting the acolytes. So Bradshaw and Farouk when they were there in the ministry of darkness. So ah. now I'm like, well shit, I got to get those, which means I got to go ahead and put together my ministry of darkness in figure form. So I went back and grabbed Viscera. Luckily he hadn't skyrocketed in the last couple of years. Uh, I do got yeah. another figure to show off. We actually got this a couple weeks ago, but I got the final piece today. So this is from Alex Pierce customs, the one man gang. This guy was supposed to be in the original legends line and was canceled. Figure looks great. You can see the shades, He's got the Mohawk. He's got the tattoos on the side of the head for anybody watching on YouTube right now. And then um, I got the last piece from Let's our see. friend sabotage wrestling in the Philippines, the, uh, the denim vest for the one man gang. So hopefully we get a, awesome. a proper one. But in the meantime, I got this really sweet custom to kind of, uh, to kind of fill in the blanks. Marco, what all did you get this week?
2: Um, I also got the Jeff Hardy. Uh, so I'm not going to show it cause she already <laughs> showed it. Uh, just waiting, <laughs> waiting on my, uh, the Hulk Hogan supposed to be showing up at some point. Um, Ultimate Warrior supposedly showing up on Wednesday. Yeah. I think a lot of people Let me put have that a notification on so. Amazon right
1: now and see if we got shipped yet. But I was just saying Wednesday yeah. too, but have we even seen actual MOC? Uh, yeah, they actually have.
2: Um, yeah, they, they revealed some of that today too as well. So there are pictures of the fan takeover Ultimate Warrior. Um, I think, I'm not sure if it's on Ringside, but uh, if you were, I seen it, uh, but there are some uh, MOC pictures. Still don't have shipped. Mine is
1: saying arriving Wednesday, but it is not shipped yet. I, I, I'm skeptical, man. I'm saying, I'm. Let's place our bets right now. Will we have this figure when we record next week? I'm saying no.
2: No, I think so.
1: All right, Marco, every opposite man.
2: There's actually packaging and the figure, like, uh, like photos of it floating around and stuff like that. So I think it's coming. I think it's going to happen. I think they're trying to appease the people that uh, missed out on the Hogan. Uh, figure so, <laughs> and they're, they're moving that up faster. But um, but besides the Jeff Hardy, so obviously twenty eight hundred Studios is, is the uh, is a go to for the if you want the the original uh, pay per view or WWF pay per view, even WCW. Uh, but but they've been uh, doing a lot of the WWF pay per view um, t shirts and stuff like that with the you know the logo on the front and then the match card on the back. So. This one here, I forgot. I ordered like a while ago.
1: Oh, oh that's hell awesome, yeah, dude! That is sick. Pretty sick.
0: That is a killer t-shirt. Yeah, so Mind
1: Games. One of the best matches of all time.
0: September
2: yeah. twenty-two. Yeah. Then you look at the back here.
0: Wow. Yeah. So
2: yeah, over- that is you can't dude. sleep on twenty-eight hundred studios. They kill it with the yeah. That's the t-shirts. I think they. I, I think uh, a lot of the. Uh, the Foley fam have been uh, grabbing T-shirts from 2800 Studios as well. They just did a all-over print uh, Macho Man Slim Jim one that I missed out on. Um, it's all over. the, It's all all, all the uh, electric bolts all over it. And then Macho Man on the front with the Slim Jim logo to the side. It was pretty awesome. But I messaged him. I was like, damn. I, I, he was like, yeah, it ended like last week. And I was like,
0: oh. oh that's the worst. I, got I, got my my, uh, uh, uh,
1: I forgot. I got this too. This is from WCW Worldwide on uh, – on Instagram. So on the front, it's got the classic WCW Worldwide logo. You remember that it was WCW's kind of like <laughs> mm-hmm. syndication show, came yep. on late night, Saturday nights, taped at Disney World. And on the back, Big Gold Will Never Die. It's got a beautiful That's graphic of the uh, big gold plate. So. Yeah, we're, we're big on the Foley fam. We're, we're definitely good about supporting our local bootleggers. So yeah. a lot of great <laughs> shirts out there. You really got to kind of put some uh, control in, man, because it's just like it, it's a money pig out there. I, I I basically put a limit the same way I did with the chalkline shorts with my wrestling shirt. So the only way I get a new wrestling shirt now is if another one is uh, getting a boot out of the collection because it's people yeah. are just killing it right now on
2: uh, with the
1: IG sales. Let's hear well, yeah, the cool, from yeah. Go ahead, Marco.
2: I was going to say the other the cool thing about twenty eight hundred studios they do like limited so once they make them they 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 have them for a week and they're gone like they never all. reprint oh, yeah. them or anything like that so some of these boots are
1: going for decent money on uh, on eBay as well man so there is a resale <laughs> market out there for the bootlegs especially the people yeah. like twenty eight hundred studios who are doing the the limited drops uh, let's hear from the Survivor Series team at the Extra Cooler show hey everyone
2: it's
0: Nick better known as Extra Cooler. Is there anything better than diving back into the wrestling archives and watching classic matches from the past? Yes, there is. It's doing that with your buddies while cracking jokes and enjoying some ice cold beverages. If that sounds like fun to you, then be sure to check out my new podcast, the extra cooler show where each episode, my survivor series team and I review an old school match chosen by you, the listeners, the extra cooler show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and follow us for new episodes every other Thursday
2: morning. Hey everyone, it's
0: Keeping It Tranquilo is where we give you some entertainment recommendations for something outside of the ring and sometimes completely outside of the world of professional wrestling This segment is brought to you by Verb Energy because sometimes keeping it tranquilo can be exhausting Verb is your delicious 90 calorie snack bar to help you get through your favorite bench watching sesh Hit the link in our show notes to save some money and get your verb starter pack for only $12. Now, let's get Tranquilo.
1: Hey, I forgot to mention when we were talking about Ring of Honor, um, potentially going under earlier. If it's two guys I want to see in AEW. I'm rocking the shirt right now, the Briscoes, man. Huge fans mm. of these guys. I think mean, mm-hmm. they would be awesome. Coming oh, yeah. In to that tag Love those guys. In uh, AEW. So I'll go first for keeping it Tranquilo. This is where we give you guys a recommendation for something outside the squared circle to watch. Uh, me and Sheena watched Halloween Kills last weekend, and I was pleasantly surprised by how good it was. I, I'd seen some mixed reviews online, so I wasn't really sure uh, what to expect, but it was good, man. Have Michael Myers, freaking, he ate his Wheaties before that one. It was some of the best kills we've <laughs> seen. They definitely upped the violence. Halloween, Halloween has kind of always been one of those um, series that's more about the dread than the actual straight-up violence. But mm-hmm. no, nah, this, this one brought one brought as far as, as the Kills go. there There were some cool violent unique kills in it and uh, and I was a big fan so if you haven't checked it out yet um, you, you know you could watch it after Halloween but you know it's not going to be the same you need to watch it this weekend so that big yeah. shout out to Halloween kills on Peacock. Uh, Marco what's your pick?
2: Yeah definitely definitely watch both uh, Halloween movies uh, the one before it as well if you want to have like a like nice little refresher because um, the first one actually has some really good kills in it as well um, but uh, my pick is another kind of it's not really. I mean, there are some Halloween elements to it. Uh, it's a it's a series of movies called VHS. Have you ever heard of this? Oh yeah, this series.
0: At
1: yeah, all? So it's have, have, we've seen all of them except the newest
2: one that dropped.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it is yeah, so, so scary. Yeah,
2: if you want to, if you want to scare the crap out of these, I made the mistake of watching the first one uh, by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to, obviously, so basically, the you know the overarching uh, story on the first one is you know a group of like you know thieves break into this house and you know they're directed to look for this like vhs tape and um, you know like they're ra- always
0: creepy if you're ever looking yeah. for a vhs tape just know some bad shit's about to happen because yeah. it's about to get yeah. all creepy up in there there's <laughs> there's nothing um you know fun and you know no. glittery about finding a a freaking crazy vhs in a, yeah. in a abandoned house
2: it's a it's kind of like a found footage uh, movie, so like you know, they're you know, they're recording their you know, break in of the house and stuff like that. And then, as you're watching this tape, when they pop the tape in and they're watching it, you're watching other found footage. And they're and all these different stories, are you know, they, they have different directors, so they're all literally different stories, yeah. Um, yeah, they all they, it all ties huh. in together. I'm not obviously not going to explain everything, but like they all tie in some way. But uh, yeah. the, even the other movies after that, VHS 2 was awesome. Um, I think VHS uh, the third one is viral where it's more of like, it's newer. So it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it has to do with like social media and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the newest one like you said I haven't seen that one yet but yeah. yeah definitely watch the first one you don't have to watch the whole series the first one will scare the crap there out of you
0: especially- there was one I don't know which one you're about to say but there was I'm not gonna give it all away but there was one that happened in a hotel room and it just like gave yes, me the a, yeah. the complete not that one yeah the complete somebody he- creeped G's in and it's
1: just filming the people sleeping yeah oh yeah that one yeah. Yeah. and so- then the one that was in like the Asian cult I think those are probably the two scariest yeah, that was uh, scary like, too
2: yeah, the first one. I think that's the last story, and it's these guys going to a Halloween party at this like old mansion. Um, yeah, yeah, i remember and, that and, was... and, You know, yeah. they go there, and you know they you know they hear stuff going on, but they don't see anyone on the first floor. So I won't yeah. give it away. But it's... but yeah, that one was. St- that was the one that like I, I tapped on. I was like, yeah, all right, it's walking. it's really
0: scary. Yeah, it, it yeah. just it just you just don't sleep well that that night. Not. You know, after the whole after series you watch was on Netflix like a
1: couple years ago. Whenever we watched it, because we watched them all at one time, so I'm not yeah. sure uh, oh. where it's at on streaming right now, you but I'm, great, I'm sure it's easy enough souls. to find. <laughs> Gina, what's your pick?
0: So, um, I'm going to go with, um, there, you guys know, like, you know, the toys that made us, the movies that made us, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the, the movies that made us had a, a little addition for Halloween season. So they went and did some, you know, classic horror movies. So they went and did the, um, Friday the 13th series, the nightmare on Elm street series. And I think, um, oh my gosh, there's another one. There was three different movies, but, um, yeah, they went and covered those. And those are always super fun watches, um, oh and the halloween series yeah so it was halloween friday the 13th and nightmare on elm street they covered all of those um and it just kind of like gets you in the mood and makes you like gives you all the behind the scenes stuff that was going on with with those three films uh so yeah and th- i guess i should say those film series but yeah the i always enjoy everything that you know that made us series puts out
1: oh yeah and that's on netflix as well uh Shane, yep. we got listener mail this week
0: we sure do Alright. Our first question comes in from Kyle Peterson. He says where do you sit on pumpkin seeds? Do you make them when Hard doing up a pumpkin? Or do you straight up just go to the garbage with them?
1: Hard pass and, anything to do with pumpkin seeds. Yeah. There's no, there, there's nothing yeah. worth saving.
0: There is absolutely stuff here. worth saving. Dude, pumpkin seeds are extremely nutri- nutritionally dense. Dude. They help fight bacteria and viruses. They're full of vitamins and minerals and Dude, look up the health benefits of pumpkin seeds, dude. They're they are um they're good stuff. That being said, typically when I'm carving a pumpkin, I haven't carved a pumpkin in the last couple of years, sadly enough. Um, but if you haven't carved a pumpkin recently, if you're trying to do it right, it's kind of a pain in the ass. (laughs) Like it, you, you have all these fun memories of being a little kid and carving pumpkins, but once you start to get into it and like scraping all the strings and the slime and the seeds and everything out, um, it's just like, by the time you get to the carving part, you're like, dude, what was I thinking doing this? You know what I mean? Especially with little kids who are going to like sling all the, the slime and seeds and stuff everywhere. I like to roast the pumpkin seeds, but. I would have to say sometimes I just go straight to the garbage because it's not worth the effort. And you can buy already pre-roasted pumpkin seeds, uh, you know, save yourself the trouble. But yep. if you're out there and you do save your pumpkin seeds, just know that if you roast them up with a little sea salt, uh, they have a ton of health benefits for you. So great question. Johnny JB, is there any country in the world that you would want to visit most? His is Switzerland. Um, Marco, anywhere you want to go? Seth's our resident world traveler here. So, um where where would you like to go in the world?
2: Uh always always want to go to Japan. Uh just to soak in the culture there. Um just walking around Tokyo. Yeah. Um, just just seeing like pictures of it and like just seeing videos of like just like the it, it just looks awesome there. Like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, crazy anime stuff too. I was I was into anime back in the day as well. Not so much into it now. But, um, yeah. just to, you know, just to be able to experience that, that whole culture, um, I think would be awesome. Yeah. Visually. It, I mean, it just looks amazing. Just, uh, just just from what I see, seen you know, I had a friend that, um, was a uh, transfer student over there, um. And he said it was awesome. He was like the tallest person there. He was like, I think he's like six. I think he's like six two, six three. Yeah. Uh, So he said he would get on like the uh, like the subways, and he'd have to like kind of like hunch down inside the subways because they're obviously they're not built for tall people. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I I definitely would want to go to Japan.
0: Seth, anywhere um, that you have not been that you would (laughs) like to go.
1: Uh, it's not super exotic, but I like to go to Canada. There's some, uh, Canadian islands that I'd love to go visit to, uh, really do some fishing and just experience the outdoors. Some really beautiful spots out there. And yeah, again, there's some legendary, uh, salmon fishing and stuff in Canada that I'd like to like to check out.
0: Yeah. I think I would want to go to New Zealand. Um, it's just super beautiful. Um, lots of like, you know, organic, pasture-raised grass-fed animals over there um that's where a lot of like if you buy like desiccated organs and stuff um a lot of it comes from new zealand because it's just so pure um so amazing over there and i would like to take like the middle earth tour you know what i mean like (laughs) go the the hobbit (laughs) houses and you know lord of the rings stuff so i think that would be really cool so i think new zealand would be would be my pick mike lanham says rank your top five jason freddie michael chucky ghostface Leatherface, pennywise jigsaw pinhead etc so i guess you can pick anyone, but who are your top five slashers i will go first this is really tough for me because there's a, there's you know depending on how i want to rank these um whether it's you know nostalgia or the, the way that i love them the most um it could line up a little bit differently but i'm gonna go freddie freddie was my first introduction to slashers um you know i watched him every single freddie krueger nightmare on elm street movie that there was um Probably next, I'm going to have to go with Michael Myers, uh, just because, dude, the dude is like so scary. And he was he kind of was the intro to all the slashers. Right. He kind of like like blazed the path for all the slashers that were to come. And he just like Jason, he kind of got like a little bit out there. Right. Like he just was killing for he was just a killing machine. Right. And it was just all about gore and like, you know, softcore porn (laughs) when Jason was around. So I'm going to go Freddie Michael. Then probably Ghostface, because he's another Wes Craven creation, and I love Ghostface. Then Jason and probably Chucky would be my five. And then honorable mention to Leatherface, because my son, Brett, was born on Texas Chainsaw Massacre Day. So Awesome. Any, you, you guys have any any thoughts, how you want to rank your your top five? Yeah, I mean, I think you
1: pretty much nailed it, with the exception that I think Freddie's just whack, dude. Like...
0: Bro, he just gets you in no. your
1: dreams, man. Like, if you just don't go to sleep, yeah. he can't get you, you know?
0: Well, okay. So, first of all, Mike Myers can only get you one day out of the year. So, if you don't, if you don't go out on Halloween, you you probably going to miss Mike Myers. You know what I mean? You go to yeah, sleep every sure single you're night. You're going
1: out on Halloween, though. You, you're not gonna going to miss one out on Halloween. You know, that's even creepier. And I, just, yeah. I feel like Freddy's were corny, man. I don't know. To me, Freddy Krueger was always corny. He was never scary to me. I, 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 t- I go Mike Myers all the way.
0: He that was best. kind of his Chuckie's, appeal. Chucky's
1: my sentimental favorite, but Michael Myers is the best.
0: So Chucky's not Chucky's not a little bit corny when he says, you know, the don't, original Child's don't Play. No, the Chuck, original Child's
1: know? Play. Ch- Chucky is Chucky is scary as fuck in the original Child's Play. The you could rest, say the same yeah, thing about Freddy. Freddy in the first comedy. one was
0: way more serious. He wasn't like yeah. horror comedy. He wasn't doing all that. Like he was, he yeah, was just true. like this boogeyman, no, like straight comedy, up like boogeyman.
1: Yeah, it just seemed really like B movie, and like I don't know. Freddy was always cheesy to me, man. Maybe, maybe uh, that's just my personal taste. Freddy was never scary. Even as a kid, when I saw it, I was just like, all right, whatever. Like Freddy, it was it was mm. very it was cartoonish, I guess I should say. You know, it was yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't un- it was so unrealistic. That's the thing. Not that I can't Chucky argue with the campiness, but,
0: <laughs> yeah, or any of it is unrealistic. I mean, I can't argue with the campiness. I mean, of it. I, I would say happen. Ghostface. Yeah, Ghostface is probably the most probable because it was just literally like crazy people that like you know used movies to inspire their crimes. You know, like they were real people. Um, but yeah, um, I think just my sentimental favorite is Freddy Marco, who Who is your favorite slasher of all time?
2: Man, um, see, fr- see I see I I always go with the first one is always Freddy for me um, yeah. just because of just a childhood. And like you said, the first the first movie was not he didn't get till he didn't get comedy until mm-hmm. like.
0: Like, part three, part four. Three, four.
2: Like, the first two. two.
0: Yeah, part two was kind of an abomination. Like, we're not even going to really talk about part two. But part three, Dream Warriors, and then there was, like, um, oh, my gosh, I forget the name of the the Dream Masters. Um, Yeah, yeah. that's when he started getting,
2: like... Franchisee and you know doing all like yeah. this stupid, but he, dude, there was nobody all, bigger so. than
0: Freddie. If you talk about his his impact on right, cultural like his sure. cultural significance, yeah. like dude, he was on every late night talk show. He did all the rounds for everything. He was on the cover of every magazine. Like he was so so so, so important. I'm, I'm just, um, yeah.
1: yeah, it's definitely. I'm strictly talking my personal taste when I'm dogging Freddie. There's no denying that he's You're definitely. I can definitely icon see icon you being a more game.
0: of a of a Mike Myers, like just yeah. kind of like a silent killer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just emotionless. You know, like, yeah,
2: like, you don't like the flash. You don't like the shit talkers. Before, it's not ec- yeah, yeah, it's, before it's they- just
1: not economical. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Michael yeah. Myers is never the type that when he's got his, you know, the the hero or whatever ready for the final kill, he's going to stop and give a five-minute monologue, you know, to give him a chance yeah. to come back. So. So my,
2: uh, right. I mean, my right. second would probably – So my, my first would be Freddy. My second would be Jason because I just – I don't know. Like I said, I think my favorite uh, Friday the 13th movie is six. For some reason, yeah. I've, I, that's one I watch on repeat because it's. A, I think it's probably the most the goofiest out of all of them. Um, but the first few are again with Jason. The first, the first ones were like scary, like they were, yeah, they were creepy with the bag with the one eye, eye yeah. hole, and, and all his, stuff. You know,
0: his mom was the first killer. You know, yeah. like he, he had this, there was an evolution. Uh, there was an evolution you know, of Jason
2: for yeah. sure. Him, but um, um, three would probably be Mike My- Michael Myers, obviously. Four. I'm gonna I'm gonna give four. Uh, he, we didn't mention this Hellraiser. How can we forget Hellraiser? He's not really a yeah, slasher. Pin,
0: pinhead. Yeah, that's Pinhead. pinhead. Uh, he he's dude. Those movies Previous are very dude. graphic. If you if you haven't watched those movies in a Clark while, I've, I saw Pinhead not too long ago, and I I had watched it as a child. You know what I mean? Nightmares. I mean, it sounds so crazy. I had watched it as a child, um, <laughs> but um, I had watched it when I was younger, and then I went back and watched it a few years ago when we lived in Hawaii, and I was like, Good God, this yeah. movie is so um, you know, is so uh. Graphic, like I just totally you yeah. know forgot how horrible it was.
2: Yeah, to round it out, definitely, uh definitely Ghostface. I mean, yeah, I, another iconic character from from west Craven.
0: Yeah, you got you got to love Ghostface. All right, Ryan Ferguson says, "Where in the Blue Hill has Elias been?" And you know, we've seen the Elias is dead promo, but w- where is he? What <laughs> comes next? So, the, yeah, it seems like Seth that is a resident out. Elias promos- guy, so.
1: Yeah, those promos went away, so I think they were working on a repackage, and then it got abandoned, so I don't know. Hope, hopefully they bring it back someday. I am still a, I still think the guy's really talented, and I think the problem was that they they got kind of pigeonholed him. He was doing some cool stuff because he was the rare person that got better when he went to the main roster after leaving NXT, and
0: mm-hmm. that
1: first year um, he was doing some really cool stuff, but then they kind of just... I I feels like they kind of made him a comedy act, you know, it never really evolved past that. And then it actually kind of devolved in a way and, uh, simplified. So I don't know. I think the dude's super talented and would love to see him get just, I don't think he needs a full repackage. Just give him something a little bit different to, uh, Mm -hmm. to come back with and he could still be a big star.
0: Yeah. um, Zach Herzler says we've seen a King of the Ring and the Queen of the Ring tournaments. Um, do you think we will ever do a tag team King of the Ring? Marco, and you ever would you have any interest in a tag team King of the Ring? Uh I'm not I mean,
2: I'm not sure if WWE could pull it off since we know their their history with tag teams and yeah. how much they. They'll love
0: it will never. it'll never happen. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it would end not up like slap, love it would end to see
1: being it. like Roman Reigns and Jay Uso winning. It'd be like two slap exactly. together guys. It wouldn't You'd be a real tag Usos team. Winning.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What yeah.
2: Do you call it though. What do you think? Like, because you, you N- have the Knights the of the Queen's Ring. Crown. You have it'd, be like the King, reign. it'd
0: be like the King's Court. You know, Knights squared I mean?
2: circle. Right to the squared circle or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it would be something corny. I should um, do a jester
2: one. Just see who has who, who's the funniest? All comedy acts. Oh, all my comedy god. I mean, our truth definitely wins that. I mean, who, For who's sure. beating our truth in a in, a, yeah. in a jester tournament? But uh I, I would give that tag team tournament uh thing to AEW. They would definitely be way better yeah, at it. They have better tag teams. One hundred percent.
0: Kevin Eugene says, what's the best costume you've ever pulled off? I'll start this. Um, I would have to say my mankind costume because I thrifted every piece of that. Like I, like, you know, the boots and everything. And I made the mask. I was actually going to wear it for um, our, you know, my little costume that I have on for the YouTube audience tonight. But some of the, uh, the snaps and stuff have, have come undone undone over the years. So unfortunately um, it was not (laughs) wearable tonight, but yeah, I made, I made the mask. I made my little, you know, Mr. Sacco, uh, and uh, I would say that was probably my best, my best costume that I that I ever pulled off. Marco' favorite costume,
2: man. Uh, there's a, I mean, that's a couple. I probably I'm gonna just go with one. Uh, just one. Gonna,
0: we got we got we got some other mail we got to get through. I'm just what's your favorite uh, costume?
2: I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, I, me, me and the wife went as and Coco one year. And, wow. Uh They actually <laughs> we she posted it to Twitter and they actually both. Uh, I retweeted our our photo together. So that's pretty pretty funny. So it it was a success tomorrow's going to be even better success. I can't wait for you guys to see. I can't wait. You've
0: been you've been teasing this like the last three (laughs) weeks. So it better be some good shit. Marco, I'm going to be disappointed. You 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 built this up.
2: I'll let you down.
0: All right. Um, Our good buddy, Brian. Brian Vermeer says, what makes wrestling so important to you, Seth? I'll kick this one to you.
1: It's just the best man there's just nothing I don't know I don't, I really can't put my finger on it it's just it's something that drew me in as a kid the larger than life characters I think it's even though obviously we know that it's entertainment now it's still you're allowed to suspend that disbelief and you think you're just seeing this awesome combat between two people. Um, and just the connection between the characters, it's much closer than you're going to get on any other, um, any other TV show or movie or something. Mm -hmm. And all the rest of the stuff that goes along with it, the nostalgia, all the callbacks to the, the rich history of professional wrestling, um, all the merch and the figures are a huge part of it. Uh, it's just the best. I think it is the absolute best form of entertainment out there and I love it. And I always will.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, you, you pretty much said everything that needed to be said. I just think it's like, for me wrestling, when I was like a peak of my wrestling fan, I'm like, that was just such a good carefree time in my life. You know, like middle school and early high school, I think it's just like, you're just so, you know, you're a kid, you're living your best life, uh, most of the time. And I just feel like, uh, you know, I'm really nostalgic to that, that part of my childhood. Um, and wrestling was a, was a huge part of that, um, Kurt Kilberg says, "Will Dakota's elite ever see the light of day?"
1: Yeah, why wouldn't it?
0: I don't know. He said, "He said whatever she,
1: she just got debuted on a huge angle on NXT." I don't know why we won't see it. She's definitely yeah. an elite. Whether it ends up being the one that was already revealed, or if we see, I think um, so, a modified version with whatever her new look is going to be. Yeah, we're definitely going to Dakota Kai elite they yeah. She's been around so long. Like and and like I said, again, they just gave her another repackage. She helped cost uh you know Raquel Gonzalez the uh the belt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Dakota mm-hmm. Kai's definitely got big things in the future.
0: All right, and that wraps up our listener mail segment for this show.
1: All right, thanks everybody for listening once again. Sheena, remind them where they can find you guys on social media.
0: You can find us on Instagram at Chick Foley, Marco running the Twitter machine over at Chick Foley Show, and then join our Foley fam chick-foley show.com
1: hell yeah and remember to use code chick-foley to save 10 percent on all your purchases at ringside collectibles go ahead and pre-order all those awesome reveals from ringside fest and remember to shoot sheena and marco a screenshot to enter to win motu ray mysterio now i'm in the hot seat it's time for the trivia question of the week from sheena sheena what we
0: got all right who was the first man out of the 1993 royal rumble we're about to Um, kick off our royal rumble series again so i thought i would throw in a royal rumble question
1: just to guess i'm gonna say the repo man
0: no marco Marco, do you you have any do you have any idea you can steal the 93 royal rumble yeah 1993 who was the first man eliminated in the 1993 royal rumble
2: Uh, man. Let's see. I don't know.
0: All right. Well, you guys both <laughs> fail. It was Papa Shango. Uh, wow.
2: Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. The uh right.
0: the the multiple choice were Max Moon, Papa Shango, and Skinner. So.
1: Yeah, yeah i probably would have i would have been torn between papa sean and skinner on that one but yeah either way, good hurt. question so again nobody we, we've yet to have anybody get too straight on here uh that's it for episode 151 everybody have a happy halloween and don't forget we got two patreon exclusive episodes dropping on sunday